Hey guys, if you are wanting to start your own podcast and you want a super easy way to do it, I highly recommend Anchor. So you can download the free Anchor app. You can either go to anchor.fm or just search on your phone for Anchor app. And the reason that I love it is it's completely free. It's a way that you can record and piece together like different elements of your podcast, whether you're on like your phone or your computer. And then it like basically puts your podcast in all of the different places so like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and then you can make money from it so you don't have to have like any minimum amount of listeners it's basically everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place for free so you can download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm and I hope you guys enjoy it have fun with it welcome to the spiritual rebels and misfits roundtable where we invite our fellow dreamers, thinkers, healers, lightworkers, world teachers, misfits, and rebels to join us every week at the Roundtable. Where we explore everything from love, business, life, and even things others might think are strange, like UFOs or channeling. And we have co-created this space to deepen our own personal and spiritual journeys, and we'd love to have you add your questions, your wisdom, thoughts, ideas alongside us here at the Roundtable. And we're your hosts, Ashley Bradley, intuitive business coach and mom, calling out healers and lightworkers of the world to play a bigger game and show up with their unique magic. And this is my best friend, James Fletcher. He is also a speaker, a writer, a member of the recovery community, and a queer spiritual activist. Hey everybody, so this episode has really been one of the most fun to record to date and the three women that we have on as guests were just absolute powerhouses, so I think you're really going to enjoy this. So you're going to get three different perspectives. The first guest that we're going to bring in, Andy Nawoke, she is a leadership and empowerment coach. She works with individuals that are primarily uh, women that are also women uh, of color as well. And the things that she shares, like really being a Black woman herself, building a business at the same time that everything is really kind of coming to the surface and, and reemerging. And she really speaks to the fact that you know, Black Lives Matter is not a right now thing, but a thing that pe- people are paying attention to right now. Also being in New York in the epicenter of everything going on with the coronavirus and building a business from there. She really shares so many powerful things uh, about how she really took that energy to speak up, to raise her voice, to really empower herself and, and channel it in a new direction. We'll have uh, Lucinda Collis in today, who's actually one of my spiritual teachers. And she is somebody that owns a place around where I live locally called Body Studios. And it's a meditation space. There's a lot of different healers and spiritual events that go on there. But she is going to get into like the nitty gritty of the energetics and what is going on really on a spiritual level for everybody at this point in time. And so it was really cool just to get... um, really her her perspective of everything going on and, and the Black Lives Matter movement as well. Um, she'll speak to that. And then our last guest, Janine Cohen, she is a woman who has been an executive in 
the adventure travel and luxury travel space for the last 15 years. And as you can imagine, with a global pandemic that ceased travel, that has really shifted a lot of the things that um, she's been doing. So she's moved more into the space of coaching. And she talks about um, how her life, like until you need to hear her story because it is incredibly powerful because the things that even happened to her leading up to the pandemic were some pretty tragic things that in most people's perspective, some really hard things. And then to have everything in your career shift and changed, um, what she talks about her concept, she has a podcast called the everyday magic project and the things that she has learned through talking to these incredible people on her travel adventures is just absolutely amazing. So I think you're also going to get a lot out of just hearing her perspective of how she has found the magic um, and really reclaimed the magic with, you know, really everything seemingly falling apart in the world around her. So I hope you enjoy it and we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> see, it doesn't count as stone. It's just like live. <laughs> it's like, that's why <laughs> it's funny because most of the time in the screenshot, it's a first moment of me going like this. It, I know. I love it though. I, I have been taking pictures of the screenshots <laughs> to save them to make like a, like a photo on the wall. Cause it's like this. And you like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then it immediately goes into us just being like, hi, <laughs> like laughing for a minute. <laughs> yeah. All right. So <laughs> Welcome, everybody. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> stop laughing. Together, Ashley. Ashley. Stop laughing. You're making me laugh. <laughs> okay. So, joining a pandemic. Ta da. So let's talk about what inspired this topic because we have three different guests coming on today. What's been going on around you that you feel like this is needed other than the fucking obvious, please? Um, it's not necessarily <laughs> what's going on around me per se because yeah. I've really, and it sounds, all, this is the part that probably brought it up is like it almost sounds sick to say that I found joy in this time of more solitude, in this time mm. of really being with oneself. And yeah. it, it almost sounds sick to say, so I think that's kind of the topic. How do we remain in joy? How are we allowed to be in joy? Is it selfish? Is it cruel? And I, I just really think that, and I, we have so many like amazing people coming on today, amazing, powerful yeah. women yeah. talk about like being in joy during this time is kind of essential to like raise the vibrations of this universe, of this life experience. Oh, completely. And I see that the people that are like living their best life now and finding their joy like I hear that other people are like shaming them and they're like, how dare you? Like, I cannot work and you are in joy. How dare you not be fucking upset like me? And it's just like, sometimes we actually need such a variety of things. Like how much do we count on those other people that aren't in the same place as us to fucking give us a handout and like really pull us out. I don't mean handout like that, but you know what I mean? Um, and so, that is like a thing. And I, I really want people that are connecting with this, if they feel like they've been dimming their light to make other people more comfortable, we have to talk about that because that is not helping anybody. That's not helping you. That's not helping the person that's struggling. And I just really want people to take away from this that like, it is actually their responsibility if they're finding joy and connecting with joy and building up a business and connecting with abundance in a time like this, 
now is like the time for them to really come out. People need that right now more than ever. And I think it's definitely about pulling people up that aren't aware of like their energy or frequencies or like their joy or where they're at to definitely pull them out, not to be like, I'm doing so great. And, like, you know, well, yeah, I mean, of course. Well, I know, I know you know, but I'm just stating that <laughs> for other people. And like, you know, with like the whole civil moment that's going on at the same time, like Bree had said it on one of our first podcasts, like, you know, it's, it's so severe and it's so heavy, but at the same time, look at people finally speaking up and finding their voice. So it's not to discount all the things, the challenges and like the, the darkness is being exposed for the first time, but people are finding their voice. People are standing up now, you know, unfortunately some people seem to be dropping back and people are, are getting up and getting stronger and looking for unity and looking for that joy and how, do we really embrace that and understand that we don't have to like Shh, be quiet, like I'm happy right now. And it's, you know, the world's in a fucking pandemic and it's, you know, civil movements going on and we're in you know, election season. No, like raise your joy and help other people find their joy. And that's why the three women that are going on today and you like, I am, I'm just going to be an audience member. I'm going to take notes because you three, three and well, the three women and you are just fucking killing it. Thank you. They are like, honestly, I think that, this is go like I don't really even know exactly where this is going to go because I have a feeling as well that each of like their three stories and how they're really connecting with their abundance and with their voice and their power in this time. I, I love that it's actually like three different experiences, like three different very types of personalities. So it's I feel like there's going to be something here that if you're listening, you were like absolutely meant to hear this, that there's something that you need to know that with these like powerful voices that are coming in it's really going to show you where you're not really exploring your own edges because I know that there's a lot of people being sort of backed into a corner and it, that is exactly what it takes for them to be like, okay, I'm not in victim anymore. I'm in creator mode now, bitch. Like I'm going to go live <laughs> all the time and share my message because now I, I really like see how much my voice is needed, how much like my unique impact is needed. It's like, can't ignore it anymore so and i personally do love that it is three women in addition to you because i feel like women always have to like be the matriarchs of the group and you know the healers and the protectors and take everyone else's like wounds and pains and i really love that it's women that are being successful that are being outspoken that are being loud that uh some of them being bitches <laughs> and like really <laughs> getting into their own power so I'm, I'm excited to hear women's voices in particular. Mm. You know how yeah, so it's not just like the one woman and the four other guys, but it's like actually reverse this yep. time. You, you know yeah. how uh, we've been on that kick in conversation lately, and uh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Yes. We just expect from us that we're really going to talk about women being the more powerful sex <laughs> and how men are just trying to keep them down in their different ways that is coming that is coming and we're looking for who we're going to bring on it's going to be some amazing women for that one but if you guys are watching say hi like we are um real people even if you're seeing us on youtube live right now or on facebook and you don't know who we are we're actually um real humans and we wanted to connect <laughs> with you <laughs> they're going to be on to my 
alienness, right? I'm being too. I'm talking about it too much. <laughs> One human. <laughs> oh yes, Crystal is watching. She's talking about divine feminine. Crystal yes. absolutely has to be a part of that conversation. Crystal needs mm. to be a part of a yeah. lot of conversations. You know, a shout out to my friend Crystal and her, you know, dear souls, you know, everything she's doing with that. More to come from that, you know, finding your sexual power. I love everything she's doing. Yeah. But, but anyhow, she's sure. amazing. She's Absolutely. like, Crystal, girl, I was watching you live and I was like, she, wow, like, you just like are amazing and everything that you say is magical. And, I am excited for us to like talk to you soon. But anyway, um, let's get ready. Um, well, Andy's gonna come in and she has more time. We're not gonna bring her in just yet. So what have about- you been doing? We have to refocus ourselves because I feel like you and I are very distractible until the guests come. And I feel like they sort of keep us in check and in line. Well, um, <laughs> I kind of want to talk about some of the things you've been doing to find your joy in pandemic, Miss Ashley. Yes. So. so for me, and this is actually a big deal, you guys, for those of you that don't know me, I feel like there's certain things that as much as I seem like open, cause I have like fucking turquoise hair, there's certain things that I like don't share with people. Cause I'm just like, well, that crosses the line. I'm like, what is my mom gonna think? And then I'm like, oh, my mom isn't even watching. <laughs> but um, I actually have started smoking weed in as of March, as soon as all this was starting, I was like, yep, we're gonna go to the whatever the medical marijuana place that looks like a fucking Apple store is down the street. <laughs> and like that is happening if we are like stuck inside with our kids for the time to come, uh, working from the house, like, yep, that that was a thing that was like on the like, oh, should should we? It's like legal here in Cal should yeah, should we do is that bad? Well keep is yeah, we should do it. Yeah. Oh, and it's like the best choice I've ever made. Like, are you kidding? I feel like and the more that I like learn about it and then other people are talking about it, like it's amazing. Yeah. And I feel like I also want to talk about it so that it's there's no like shame around it anymore because like fuck that conditioning and all the things that we were showed with like the reefer madness and how it's bad. And I'm just like <laughs> I'm just not about however I was conditioned. Like I'm like really letting go of a lot of that right now. And I mean, I already do Oracle cards and things like that. So I feel like, I mean, if there was like a level of like inappropriateness and like judgment from, you know, conservative, ultra conservative people, I feel like I've already like passed that skill. They've already unfollowed. So I think we're good, right? Yeah, I, yeah and if not, fuck it. I mean, that, that was your grand statement, like, fuck it, you know? And like, yeah, the conversation. That was really our text <laughs> this week, right? <laughs> Yeah. And the conversation was like, from my viewpoint, like, you know, I come to this as a member of the recovery community. I it's 11 11 right now, by the way, everybody. Pay as we're talking about giving less bucks, it is 11 11. So <laughs> noted, at least in our time zone. So it counts for you if you're listening. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so, what I was going to say is, you know, as a member of the recovery community, like, I fully support this notion. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally cannot to thy own self be true i cannot engage it will lead down dark alleyways for me but fuck yeah, yeah. like 
you know and i i have been like pushing you for like a long time like smoke weed actually like smoke it you know so I'm you're a normie you're not an alcoholic you just need to get on the weed wagon yeah. <laughs> So I, I mean, I'm fully supportive of this. I am a member of the recovery community. It's not for me. It cannot be for me. And that's my, my me living my own personal truth. But you, okay, like, you've said the fine print now. Everyone knows that you're not engaging, so you're good. There's no one that's going to be questioning you. Bitch, I was trying to make it more clear <laughs> that like being in the recovery community doesn't mean that you have to be this stout, like pristine, like pure, like pure being, and be like, oh my god, you shouldn't drink or smoke weed. I can't smoke weed. You smoke all the fucking reefer that you want response. <laughs> you know, so I'm trying to make that clear that like, you know, sometimes there's, I felt that when I first started dating, like everyone's going to be think I'm so boring and that I like, they can't drink around me or they can't smoke weed. It's not about that. It's about my journey with alcohol turns very dark and toxic. Uh, but for other people like bang it out. That's what I was trying to say. So I got you. Right. Yeah. And I think it's kind of funny because it's like, this super like spiritual but sober gay man and this like suburbia like white woman like housewife who smokes weed and has like <laughs> rainbow lightning bolts <laughs> I, slightly I like gayer that. than me <laughs> <laughs> am i higher on the gay scale you are like you were telling me before like a little behind the scenes so she was telling me i need to gay it up a little more for our straight women audience i was like honey you got the gay cart boy car like in the bag so you already, I'm gonna, try to, gonna try to straighten it up a little bit more oh my gosh oh my gosh well um i want to bring in andy yes. and i'm gonna have her introduce herself just a little bit but um, I feel like some of the things that you might hear is like definitely some honesty being that Andy was like with the coronavirus, like also in like the craziest place, like being in New York. Um, and also with all of the Black Lives Matter movement stuff going on, also building a business at the same time and just being a magical human. Like, I mean, so I'm gonna add you in right now. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Good oh, to see you. Gorgeous. How are you, baby? Hello. <laughs> How are you both? Oh, it's We're so good, good to see you, baby. Will you, you do an introduction to just like who you are, what you do now? Because I wanted to come from, from you because you are many different things. And I also want to give you like, yeah. yeah, a moment just to share um, whatever you're inspired to share right now. Absolutely. How many jobs does Andy have this week? One never knows. <laughs> uh, I'm Andy Kinadu, also Andrea Nuoke, which is my full, my real legal name. I am an empowerment and leadership coach, and that's the business I'm building right now, which is insane at this insane time of the world, but it's also been amazing and is a true uh, passion project, but it's been difficult, can't even lie. Uh, but it's also brought me a sense of purpose. Yeah. Some people also know me as an opera singer. Mm. There's that double life kind of going on. You can and tell by how you say hello, Andrea, by the way. You're like, hello, hello, hello. And, and I, I get in trouble for being like, hello, friends. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Andy. 
it's okay. It's okay. So I have I have this duality, and I worked in the corporate world for a long time as well. So I actually bring all of myself to coaching, uh, which has been so amazing because I found in my previous years of living in New York and doing adult life. When I was an opera singer, I was an opera singer and I have my name for that. And when I was in corporate, I was corporate and I had my name and persona for that. Embarking on this journey of being an inco- a coach and empowering others has brought me full force. It brings every part of me to what I do, to what I put out into the world, hopefully what I bring to my clients. And my God, it's just been a wonderful journey, but certainly a difficult and strange time to embark on all of that. So have you been like really joyful just through all of this the entire time? Like tell us like real life, like what your experience has been in this, if you if you're open to it. I'm you know, I'm I'm way open. I will ugly cry right here live. I you know Am I joyful? Have I been joyful? The answer is yes, in many ways. And gosh, that feels like a sin. Almost, sometimes right? it feels like an irresponsible thing, a bizarre thing to say. Every day, all the time, no. When Corona first really hit New York, early March, but then I mean the the mess of it in April with with the the trucks and the just, I mean, the sort of anxiety that set in, it was, it was terrible. It was horrible. And it was just a scary time. It was, it was horrifying. And in the span of that week of March 13th, I think it was a Thursday or Friday, whatever, all of my jobs vanished. I've always considered myself very smart and having a diversified income and things sprinkled in all these different arenas. And yet, as with most of the country, just vanished right? Just gone. And I would be lying if I said I didn't sort of lie on the floor and feel sorry for myself for a few days. I mean, it was really like, I've got no money, can't get through unemployment. What am I going to do? And just feeling sorry for myself. And then when when did the joy come in? In in peaks and valleys. Um, I, I had to really just say, okay, what am I going to allow to infiltrate my home? If I'm to be stuck in my home, this 500 just goes so square feet of my home, what's allowed in? I can control that. So I turned off the news. It felt irresponsible. Sometimes I disconnected from the internet. It felt irresponsible. But we live in an age where I could still get information, right? If, if mm-hmm. things were on fire, I was still going to hear about it and did. <laughs> but that, <laughs> that preserved my own sense of sanity. And that was that was helpful for a while. I was allowed to at least start to build the the background of of my business, all the logistics that people don't see, and that felt productive, which is a land I like to live in. I, I love a good spreadsheet, so that was helpful. And then George Floyd happened, and everything blew up with the Black Lives Matter movement, which <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't even know where to begin so so painful so devastating but also i i felt this sense of confliction because um it was being looked at and talked about even still as a movement and as as this this current event except it's always 
it's always been always. And it, it, it was incredibly frustrating to watch people go, oh, I hear you now. And I'm like, I've been screaming my whole life. Whatever. So that, that was terrifying. But I knew I couldn't afford to fall apart. I knew that I could not afford to fall apart because I, I got in touch with my, my purpose, what I believe to be my own purpose. And I think that I've always had this intrinsic need to help others and to speak up for others and to empower others. And the more I connected to that purpose, the more I really held strong to that, the more I could go, okay, okay. If I connect to my purpose, if I give to others, I can have some semblance of joy. I can get up. Maybe I can't get off the floor for myself today, but I will do it for someone else. And that just started this roller coaster of being able to find some happiness and some light in the world. And I got to tell you, my clients are remarkable, remarkable people. And they are making huge strides in spite of all the different uh, the different social and socioeconomic uh, places in the world right now. And nothing gives me more joy than to be able to bear witness to their journey and to somehow support their journey in a small way. So that's given me, it's given me a ton of joy. I also think the word joy is a little bit loaded maybe. that If you had said that to me four months ago, that felt like a huge word like that's bigger than happiness that's bigger than so many things that's i want to just point out like yeah. that like there when i'm in the presence of like these just like beautiful amazing souls and i'm like hearing them like speak like from their heart about doing things that are so much bigger like this happens a lot you know and i just want to point out that like just being in your presence and hearing you speak from that place is like really moving me and like people that listen to this later on podcasts and can't see the audio, like my eyes, I'm just like, that for me is also joy. I've been experiencing a lot of moments like that of joy, of being in the presence of women like you, of other individuals like you that despite what's going on, that they are like really like rising like no other to be like, it's not just about me and this is bigger than me. Mm. And I'm going to create from this. I'm going to step into my role as powerful creator and not allow anybody to make me victim anymore. And I'm going to say, as the, with this challenge, what will I create? What am I going to create from this using my voice and my power? Because I see it now. And mm. I'm like, I am having that experience with you. I am seeing that being your journey. And like, witnessing that gives me joy right now. And I, oh. I just want to name that. <laughs> well, and, and I have so much joy in knowing you. I mean, we've had a few texts where I feel like there's this exchange of joy happening, but that's the thing. I think by connecting to a sense of joy for myself, a sense of giving, then I give it to you, then you bounce it back and it becomes this dance, right? We're dancing mm -hmm. together and we're dancing with the world. And I think that you, what you give off has an impact. Just one person has impact. So you can carry weight and give weight and give ugly to the world, or you can give your joy. I'm hypnotized by Andy. I just truly am right now. Sorry, Ashley, I know you had a tearful moment, but it was all about Andy right now. Like, yeah. I, I love what you said about like how it starts with service for others, 
You know, yep. that's the majority of my spiritual life. And, that, you know, the word joy is so much bigger than happiness. Yeah. But if we plug into joy, it's not it's not just a self-serving joy. It is like, you know, we call it, we want a God consciousness, a universal flow, you know, and that's was a starting point for me to get the fuck out of that pain, to get mm -hmm. out of that self-serving, I'm in so much pain was like, I got to think about other people. And I love that that got you back up off that floor and led to you thriving because you need I'm totally thriving. <laughs> <laughs> guilt I've noticed that people have right now in this era of pandemic, like something good is happening. I shouldn't mm -hmm. say, I've, I've done that myself. I've not told friends about exciting things that are happening because I'm like, how dare I have some happy, but you know what? You mm -hmm. can and have the right and should have a duality. Mm. Having joy does not negate a sense of awareness about what's going on around you. It does not mean that you're existing in denial. You can have both. We should have both. Human beings are so complicated and complex and beautiful. You should have both. Mm. You know? And I don't know if they talked about it in your like coursework, but Andy mm. and I actually have the same um, training. So we kind of speak the same little coachy coach language, mm -hmm. but remember that they talked about like our capacity for joy like directly reflected like how like our lowest of lows that like every time you people had a different low like it expanded their range and that they can actually experience a new high and so um that always like stuck with me of like how that worked and how there was always this sort of beauty even in down in the mud of these other feelings and emotions I don't know that's interesting or if you've noticed that i i think that's absolutely true i think <laughs> okay here I'm, I'm gonna nerd out for a minute but there is a principle in in singing and in voice called chiaroscuro darkness and light lightness and darkness mm. and it's this idea that the most beautiful sound the most balanced sound has some darkness in it and some light in it it's it's like a yin and yang if you will mm. and i think i think I'm still developing my principles on the world, but I think that the most informed souls, the most thoroughly developed personalities and hearts and senses of empathy are those that can experience and appreciate the chiaroscuro, the, the darkness and the light and live on both extremes, explain and define both extremes, come to the middle, let it blend, let it be gray, but understand that through darkness comes light and from light, we then have to appreciate dark. If mm. it was all light, it means nothing. Mm. Everything can't be wonderful or it's not. Mm. Actually, I, I nominate Andy as your new co-host. I'm just gonna comment. I'm just gonna write some questions and just watch you to talk. Cause Andy, like you're fucking amazing. And oh my God. Oh, you're amazing. You're amazing. You know, what, you know what impact you had on me and those, I'm not going to tell all my business, but getting me to manifest about a certain part of my life has uh, also brought some man joy. So, <laughs> so I, I love you and I'm in debt to you. Well, 
Well, you need to come back to the round table like all the time. Like even though I'm just gonna be like dumbstruck by the two of you when you're on, but come to the round table all the time. Like fucking keep thriving, girl. I'm so fucking you excite me. You brought me joy today. Oh, thank you for having me. This is my first ever podcast and I'm loving it. Thank you. Well, thank so you, how can people find out about you if they're listening and they're just like, oh my God. I need some more Andy in my life. Like, where would they go to find out about you? Let me get my pen and paper. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so for right now, find me on my Facebook page, Awoke, A-N-W-O-K-E. Stuttering to spell your own name? We wonder about that. (laughs) A-N-W-O-K-E. Consulting Facebook page. I'll, um, after I, after my turn is over, I will go in and, um, put it in the chat as well as my email address so folks can find me. I'd yeah. love to connect just to chat or to coach or what have you, but let's build each other up. That's what I'm all about. My business is about empowering others. Come on up. The fishing is fine for everybody. Everybody gets a seat at the table. It's enough pie for everyone. Yeah. Pie for everyone. <laughs> yeah. No, you take anyone else's pie, there's enough pie for everyone. People forget no, that. No, there's, there's pie Plenty, not in my house. So she might need pie right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, Andy. Andy. Thank you so much. She's just amazing. I know, right? Um so I know we have a little bit of time before Lucinda will be will be popping in here. Um it's interesting about like this integration of the the light and the the dark because I think I started to tell you maybe a few times ago that I had something come in during a meditation that I had this like specific thing that ended up being an actual technique and it was about mer- merging the duality of emotions and so I've started playing with this like with myself and then also sort of just sharing it with other people and clients um, that that there's always like, if I'm feeling an extreme low, that there's always an opposite of it, that essentially like how Abraham talks about that, like this, if the problem's created, the solution has to always be created because there's always duality. And so um, the technique, it's called the PEAT method or the P-E-A-T and it's the primordial energy um, active, P-E-A-T, primordial energy activation transmission. And so, um, like I ha- when I have an incident where I was I was feeling so embarrassed by something that happened because my kids were just going fucking nuts and I was trying to be in this professional thing. I think I slightly mentioned mm-hmm. it. And so I knew that there was an opposite way, but like it basically just allows it to come in instead of a lot of our resistance comes from when we're feeling things that are negative that we try to push it out. We're like, I can't be sad right now. Like I have to be happy. And we try to push out the experience and change it. Uh, But this technique uses something and it always starts out by saying like, even though I feel sad and hopeless, I completely love and accept myself. And like just saying that actually, and like it really brings this sense of allowing in that you're actually fine, you're okay. And it's actually good for you to be with like those emotions. And, And we use that principle in coaching as well, that you're not actually meant to push out the experience but fully just be with it without judgment. It's when we fucking start judging what that means for us to be there and resisting the moment that's creating all the problems. And so um, usually it's also, it's talked about 
that sense of letting it flow through us. I feel like I might have, we started maybe talking about this on another time, but we, we did. Yeah, it's important. What, I feel like people need to understand this concept right now. Well, I mean, with the part about Hicks and the, the teaching was like the stick, I think you're referencing that a little bit. And it's very important to realize that like, if you're at, in a certain emotion that you don't just try to jump to like the other extreme, it's like working up the way. And I love how Andy said, like, you know, she's just, like on the floor, she's down for the count, you know? And we don't go like, I'm gonna be happy right now and just like fake it until we make it, which like I, that mean, like that's bullshit advice. Like you don't fake it till you make it. You work your way up that emotional stick or ladder or whatever you wanna call it to get to the actual joy. And I yeah. love that Andy was referencing that it started with service for others because that has absolutely been what has pulled me through some of the rockiest times and most challenging times during this whole awakening. So I, I love that. So I see Lucinda popping up in our waiting room. So we're gonna pull oh, her yeah. into the stream. Yay! Hi! Yay! Hi, Lucinda! <laughs> Hi, how are you guys doing? I get so happy whenever I see you. Like that <laughs> brings me joy. <laughs> yeah, right? Are, are you yeah, in your beautiful absolutely. studio or are you home right now? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, so, I even have like a mic. Whoa. <laughs> She's all pro. <laughs> well, we had to we had to figure out how to eliminate a lot of the traffic sound in the back. I've never used Yardstream. This is awesome for me. Yay! So you're looking extraordinary, Lucinda. I'm sorry, extraordinary. Yeah, you're looking extraordinary. You look vibrant. Thank God, because if I wouldn't have pulled the blinds up, we would have all been like it would have been like a zombie march. I was like, oh my God, program. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? I don't even have like my highlighter in front of me. And, oh, oh Lord, yes. Well, full that. disclosure, Ashley had to buy me a light because our first yes! time we light together. Yes! I was like in the dark, like you know, Gala like, out, and she like sent me a light. Like, she's like, I was like, honey, I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. <laughs> yeah, got you. And then well, I look over and I see like my glasses and I go, oh yeah, that's the reality right there. <laughs> <laughs> Will you tell people just a little bit about you, Lucinda, just like who you are and what you do? Uh, sure. <laughs> that's always such a loaded <laughs> phrase right there. So, uh, okay. All right. Um, it depends because like it's kind of a catchphrase for me. So my name is Lucinda Collis and uh, I'm a founder and co-owner or owner of Body Studios, and it's uh, an art and meditation studio. So I perform a lot of uh, art and meditation within the facility, but I'm basically just one of those basic, no. <laughs> basically, I'm a, You could say anything I'm like you want here, by the way. So I'm trying to look for easy language, right? So for me, um, I guess I could say that like I'm a clairvoyant medium, but uh, actually what I do is I work with a lot of energy. And so I just have a, an ability to read energy and sense through it, no matter how many layers there are and wherever it lands and stuff like that. So that's what I do a lot of. Mm, we don't want the basic. We want the all the, like as weird as possible here. Where's oh, really? Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. Okay. Yeah, all that's right. what we're going okay, well, for. Then, you're yeah. far from basic. All right, so then let's that. go from yeah. there, all right? So, yeah, because I'm not basic. No. I'm not basic. I was really trying to be basic because I want to make sure that your audience was okay with it, but I don't want anybody tuning out, right? Okay, so here's the deal. Good. I, I um, yeah. see invisible stuff, right? Mm 
And so because I see invisible stuff, people have a tendency to want to ask me questions about that invisible stuff. Like, oh, like, um, I don't know, maybe sometimes I could see something on somebody that looks like, oh, I don't know, like black goo or something. I'll just pull it off and I'll say, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, and I just do it automatically sometimes. And I have the most interesting um, feedback, like, what was that? And they didn't see it or anything like that, but they can definitely sense the difference. So working with energy has a lot to do with that. Um, making choices. That's like really what it comes down to. So I help people make yeah. choices. Let's talk give about them that. Like a lot of, yeah. Because the joy so of the pandemic. That's basically what it is. How is that tied into oh. <laughs> joy in the pandemic? I feel like there are some choices that we're having to make right now about what energy we're choosing to experience. Like, so... I would love to hear whether you want to share your story or like how you've been like working with people and really connecting with, with that frequency. Is she frozen? Is she frozen? I don't know. She might I was, be I was pondering. Like she's, she's like channeling some shit. <laughs> it's an epic pose though too. Like how it froze. She looks you know very I mean? wise and deep in thought. I know. I think it is frozen, Lucinda. I'm not sure. Oh, I think it's coming back. There we go. It's back. I think we could see you. So okay. Was I gone or were you gone? Maybe both. You never know. That's a very, very <laughs> deep question. <laughs> right? This is like so crazy. So last Ooh. night, so last night we were trying to uh, do some recording, right? And we're using the Wi-Fi connection and everything. And it was like really stuttery and stuff. And we hadn't really thought about it too much because we've really relied on it heavily. And you know how it goes. Like you're like, hey, this is great. And there was like a huge outage in Los Angeles. I mean, like all of Los Angeles for wow. Wi-Fi was experiencing this. So it was My very interesting. I was trying so. to go live last night. My husband was trying to go live and it wasn't working for him and he was getting frustrated. Sometimes I get the sense Am I just making up that there might be other energies sometimes trying to like stop the light worker feeds that like we should be clearing before we do things like that? Or am I just making that up? Um, I got my Palo Santo. <laughs> I'm just saying. So for me, for me, it's like a big, it is usually a big production anytime I do it because it, energy is energy, right? So you're asking me about an energetic field that um, exists and it's something that everybody takes for granted, but because it uh, transforms into a tangible, they don't look at it as energetic, right? Yep. But it is, it's all, it's like Wi-Fi. Hello. Yeah. So, so it's very much a frequency, a vibrational offering. So in that vibrational offering, if there is disruption there is definitely another vibrational offering that's being offered at the same time does it have to do with uh how we feel what the location is all kinds of things because we're tuning our dials into a particular signal so as we do that um the alignment that we're feeling is going to be disrupted if uh certain um personality uh get involved right yeah. So what do I mean by what I learned was, yeah. So what I learned was, <laughs> yeah, let's real talk. Let's real talk. <laughs> so what I mean, what I mean by that is that I'm experiencing heavier uh, entity traffic uh, that would be um, undesirable for me. Right. And what I mean by that is more 
disruptive energy. And so I look at the planets, I look at the planets to see like what the alignment is, because there is something about a celestial body that's in physical form that comes in proximity to our planet that causes us to experience different mood swings and emotions, right? And those yeah. mood swings and emotions are all energy there. It's an energetic barometer for like who we are and how we, how we have our experience. So you have the planets, we have the comet that just uh, basically finished on the 23rd. The Neowise Comet won't be back for 6,800 years. Cool. Because it was like all about <laughs> going really deep, right? And then uh, you have uh, the new moon that just, you know, came up and um, it's in Leo. So there's a lot of fire energy out there. So fire energy is about passion. It's also about conflict and it's also about contrast. And it's also about like really getting into all that stuff, right? I want to know from you what we should be doing maybe to like align and, and tune into that frequency of joy that maybe meditation. some of us are missing. Okay. <laughs> meditation. Do a lot of meditation. Yeah. More meditation. Yeah. I, yeah. So I think that, okay. So for me, what it would be is to uh, actually call some of the things that you're already doing meditation because like, yeah. you know, you, you, it's really very resistant to, uh, uh, yes. start a new practice right and so calling some of the things that you already do meditation will change the mindset and as you change yeah. the mindset you go into this different state of relaxation so like so if you already water your garden yeah you call I, it watering or if you walk yeah walking meditation mm. so yeah I discovered one the other day because I was sharing before you hopped in that I decided in March to start smoking weed and to talk about it as well because we're going through this huge frequency shift and universe also gave me some babies that I like make food for from my body and like the normal meditation. <laughs> this time, I, like, I think they're giving me a sign to smoke weed. Yeah. So I was cooking, I put in my AirPods and I put on some like shamanic drumming. I smoked some weed, I cooked dinner and like, I realized how much I enjoyed that experience that it put me into this meditative state. And I started to get all of these downloads during that time because I had turned this activity into a meditation. And that was a real light bulb moment for me about how I arrange the things in my day and sort of like really are more intentional about it so that I can get into this flow. And so I really think that what you're sharing is so important for people to hear right now. Yeah. Well, we, sometimes we, um, we have perceptions, right? So what the, what the energy is about right now is like when it first started, when the pandemic first started, we'll just speak to that for right now. When yeah. the pandemic first started, there was this energy that came with it, right? And you could feel it worldwide as it globally traveled. So as it traveled, it was a call to action and everybody thought it was going to be a state of doing. It's a state of doing. So you got to do something. You have to do something. You have to do something. And there was this push energetically that we all felt. It wasn't a tug. It was a shove. Mm -hmm. And what we came to realize is that it was you are going to become a state of being instead of a state of doing. So we're all divorcing ourselves from how we identify who we are. So we usually identify ourselves by what do you do? And, you know, like, hey, what's your job? Where do you work? What is it that you do? And now it's more like, oh, I'm, I'm Lucinda. I'm really cool. I'm good. <laughs> right. And then I so like, I'm a clairvoyant medium. Yeah, sure. Well, today I am. I'm an energy worker. OK, yeah, sure. Today. But mostly what I do is I tie bundles of sage and I just chill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I want to talk to you about that because I feel like 
I have been really just focused on the being and that usually when things are shifting around, I'm like, I gotta go do this. I gotta go and find my clients on Upwork and send these things. And lately no. I've just been like, no, no, no. actually I'm like, wait, I'm meant to create and tap into these creative frequencies and then That's get it. inspired and then share that. And then be like, oh, I'm doing this thing. You guys wanna come have fun over here? Okay, let's go do that together. And I've, I'm glad that I'm not the only one that's kind of feeling guilty. Like I'm like, I feel like I should be working yeah. harder right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so go James ahead, James. Has a question. I, I just wanted to say that I really love what you just said. It kind of hit me because we're talking about this last night, like during the whole pandemic and the civil movement, everything like that, I really see people yeah. by how yeah, they, the they, they, if you want to talk about that, we can talk about that too. No, go ahead. <laughs> but I, 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 and I, Andy really brought it to my attention, like the movement, like that's kind of, that's my own privilege kind of getting in there because it's always been, but I love that now I'm seeing people for how they react in the world. Are they, you know, carrying a, a, a sense of depression, of anger, or are they of light? Or are they, are they trying to be of joy? Are they trying to be of abundance? I don't see people for their job title anymore. I don't see people for the car they drive because no one's driving the car. No one's going to work. You're seeing people for the energy that exists within them. I mean, I don't know if that makes sense, but like it really hit me that like I don't, I haven't, I haven't thought about my friends and what they do for work. I think about how they're existing in this moment right now. And that's been a big change in my life recently from everything that's going on. Right. And you can only imagine how many identity crises are going on right now because we so um, think that we are what we do. And so we're going through all these shifts. Mm. These shifts are crazy, right? Yeah, these shifts are crazy. So let's talk about the let's talk about the, the protests and stuff that are coming forward, right? Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden we've lost our identity, right? And now we want to be heard. All of us want to be heard all at the same time. We found out people are listening. So people are listening. Hey, this is our best platform. Let's go ahead and be very vocal. And so once we get vocal, then all of a sudden, everybody wants to get vocal. And look how deep, look how deep it has gone. This is probably the best, most successful civil movement that has happened in the United States to date that hasn't cost as many lives. I don't like life loss. Mm -hmm. I'm not into that, but it hasn't been a complete abomination to the sanctity of, or the sovereignty of who we are. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we're finding out things, people are becoming willing to look at like, like where they stand, what they believe in and like actually take into consideration, like how somebody else is feeling, you know, rather than like it being all about me, but it becomes all about you because that's how you define things. And so it's just, you know, but like a lot of the energies that are mixed with both those things, right? So mm -hmm. we're into this state of being. Okay. So now we're in a state of being, and then we want to be heard and we don't want to go out there and ruffle feathers exactly, but we do want to, you know, have our imprint on it. And so mm -hmm. just like lots of different things, but then it tends to make you really step back and notice the energy, like really notice the energy. Mm -hmm. You're looking at the feel of a building. You're looking at um, whether or not you want to pick up the phone and interact with that person mm -hmm. because where they're at, you're talking about reading people. James, you're talking about reading people and their situations. So you're looking at the energy of it. You're going, oh, oh gosh, man, that person's depressed. I wish I could just give them a big old hug. Well, right there, you just did. You just gave them a big old energetic hug, gave them a boost of energy to, you know, make them um, 
able to get through a better portion of their day, whether you pick the phone up or not. So, so that's I'm going to meditation. Janine in as well, because we have her up next. But um, while I pull her into the stream right now, there's Janine. Hello. Lucinda, Hi. can you put in the comments if there is a place where people can um, maybe find what you're doing? Because I also want people to know about what's going on at Body Studios and about Channel Panel. So if you wouldn't mind, like for the people that are watching on um, Facebook, at, at least if that's um, where you go after we're on live on YouTube right now too. just drop in some links because there's some amazing events that you can join virtually at body studios. So before we bring in Janine, I just wanted you to do that. Cause okay, you guys sure, don't no want to miss that. God, listen, I could talk to you all day. Soon, I know. Man. I feel like there's an upcoming episode of things I want to talk to Lucinda about that, that have been w resonating with James and I and, uh, yeah, about how women are staying quiet because of like the concept that's been brought forward about the witch, like in mainstream media and how women are afraid to be like too witchy and powerful and do their fucking cards and things and like how mm -hmm. that is sort of like keeping all of these people quiet. Yeah, yeah. I could go off well, on that right now, well, but we'll, we'll talk right. about that I think with you. <laughs> yeah, I just put, well, the, I put a telephone number they can reach me at. Well, thank you, Lucinda. I'll talk to thank you soon. You. Okay. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Have Much a good day. Uh, hi. Hi, my uh, dear. Do you have headphones at all nearby that are within like grabbing distance? Yes, I do. I love your background. Sometimes it just makes for better audio quality. So if it doesn't disrupt too much, we'll just Let's like. I'm, I'm not sure though how to plug these into the. It's okay. We're just going to get nature sounds. It's going to feel like meditation for people <laughs> as they listen well, to us. <laughs> it was bad timing. The The lawnmower started going here and everything. And I realized, oh, yeah, I'm back in the U.S. in a place where all of the grass is mowed to be very clean. Coming <laughs> <laughs> back from Mexico. Yeah. Well, share, share about, like, you about, like, who you are we were just talking about how identities are being stripped away so however you define yourself at this point of 2020 what maybe what you're up to or who you're being and um that'll give people i think a good preface to like why we invited you for this topic yeah thanks for asking so i am janine cohen and i am a luxury and travel advisor um and adventure expert at least that's how, how i've been known talking about stripping away identities i've done that for the last 15 years and i've flown to the furthest corners of the planet on all kinds of wild and amazing adventures and it's been incredible and now um, as you know, tourism internationally has pretty much come to a complete standstill. So, um, so that being said, I've been coaching and consulting for CEOs around the world, um, specializing who also are in tourism, helping them to pivot and think about how to strategically position their businesses. So that's been the shift for me. Wow, that's pretty major. <laughs> Really major. And also, what's the other big thing that you decided to do just like also in 2020 to just like 
do more extreme things in your life? <laughs> oh, well, I so I I lived in Mexico, so I was doing a um, <laughs> I was work. Is that the thing that you mean? Yeah, because I mean, like you, everything like changed in your life, like in twenty twenty. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, pretty much everything. My life, I would say, was kind of the same for at least a decade, and then I. I had some major shifts in 2019. Um, a lot. Are we going to talk about them? Like, how real are we going to be right now on a scale of like? We don't have to get that real, girl. But like, <laughs> choose your own adventure here. Shut up and let her get real, Ashley. <laughs> we can definitely get real with it. So, um, let's see. You want the you want the real real of it? So, yeah. We talk about it if it was just us, just some, yeah. some friends hanging out. Yeah. Sure. So, um, so I got back from, I went on this incredible trip to Antarctica with a big group of friends in the early part of 2019. And I, it was amazing. And we went uh, whitewater rafting on the biggest uh, class five river in the world, the Futulufu in Chile. And we went sailing in Patagonia and looked out at amazing stars and we were in Antarctica and on an expeditionary cruise um, and it was a month long trip. And I got back from that trip and my husband had left me. He had actually moved everything out of our house while I was gone. Wow. So, so that happened. Um, and so I was kind of reeling from that. Ashley and I got to spend a little time together down in LA right after that big life shift. And I decided to pack up my life in California and it was a dream of mine to live in Argentina. So I decided what better time to do it than, than now, or that was in 2019. So I went down to Patagonia and, um, you know, after I cried in the bathtub and, uh, you know, had my moments, <laughs> I, I flew down to Patagonia where I, I basically, I returned to where I had been when the whole thing, when the split happened, the bottom of the world, the end of the earth, where I lived in a cabin in the woods for four months with nothing but a backpack. Um, I was working during that time. I was still working remotely. My company graciously allowed me to work remotely. I did it from afar. Uh, I made incredible friends. I hiked to the top of every mountain around and sailed uh, under the stars. My view from my window of my cabin had a had a view out onto the onto the lake under the Andes Mountains, and I would watch the condors fly and watch for the wind picking up to know when I could jump down to the marina to go sailing. And then, in the it kind of. Uh, Toward the tail end of that, my 32-year-old brother unexpectedly passed away. So I I was already kind of reeling and, and trying to heal from traumas of my life. And then my brother passed. So I flew back to the U.S. Um, for obvious reasons. And then I came back for a week and I repositioned, went down to Mexico where I was also working remotely and working on a consulting project for many haciendas. So in terms of this whole like change and everyone's reeling from change and everyone's identities are stripped away i mean i feel like i just kind of got a head start on all of that a year earlier and so maybe let's say my superpower in allowing people to focus on the present moment and forward was out of my necessity to not look backwards you know it was really it was too painful in a way and that kind of propelled me 
forward, if that makes sense. Totally. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait till you <laughs> write your fucking like book and movie and screenplay. Actually, James is like, I think he might be the one that writes your screenplay because I feel like I'm like watching like like somebody like kind of like tell their life story at like a like in a TED talk kind of crowd. I just you are just very compelling, and I really want to encourage you to fucking be like real with your story and to not edit it for other people's comfort. Yeah. And, because you were very powerful in that moment. And so I just really want you to know that. And that there's so many people that are gonna experience um, something amazing from that. Um, so you have a podcast that I feel like is sort of about being Joy. She has the Everyday Magic Project. That's a, a really rad podcast that you should listen to. But how is that like Everyday Magic and this concept that you talk about, how does that have to do with you and finding your joy and reconnecting to joy? Yeah, well, thanks for asking about that. So yes, I do have a podcast called The Everyday Magic Project, which is about harnessing the aliveness that we feel when we travel to have in our everyday lives. And what better time to be focusing on everyday magic than now when none of us can travel anywhere and so we're forced to find those moments um, every single day. And so for those who are in my travel industry, and I consider them to be kind of my extended network of friends and, and really family, we have all traveled around the world, flinging ourselves from here to there, different continents, and now we're forced oh, yeah. to stay for a long period of time. And again, the podcast was kind of a, a precursor, I guess, to the reality. So I had been trying to convince convince myself for years of, you know, why is it that we need to be flinging ourselves to the furthest corners of the planet to find magic? What would it be like if we could just experience that, that magic and see it every single day? And um, to know what it's like to be a tourist in your own day and see things as if you're seeing them for the very first time. So that kind of holding that sense of wonderment and having it every single day and so on that podcast, I interview just people who I find inspiring from around the world, but who have also really compelling and really interesting home lives as well. So from big, big wave surfers to exploratory kayakers, artists, writers, poets, sailors, I've been blessed in that I've met some really incredible people, but really understanding what is it for them that makes everyday magic for them and how can we learn from that? Mm. Yeah, what have been some of the biggest learnings that you found in that area? Things that are like little things that we could go try today. Yeah, thanks for asking that because I've often thought that I should create like a magic manifesto to almost yes. like everyday magic podcast cliff notes. Um, but I think connection really of creating a sense of community is at seems to be at the core of all of it. So we are, you know, what are we looking for when we're going to these places? And as US travelers and the US market is one of the largest aside from, from China, I would really argue that we've we've lost something really essential in our in our culture with, with all of this kind of transactional culture that we've created in the States that that we've given something really critical up for that. And that is that really deep sense of connection and taking time with things, you know, really taking your time, whether it's just to 
sit with a group of friends and have a glass of wine or uh, smoke smoke a joint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so spending you know spending time and really being intentional about creating that community. Um, you know, so many that was kind of the big story of this pandemic too. Of are you single? Or are you in a couple? Are you alone? Like the people who were really had the hardest time with this were people single people in cities. You know that that is just like amplifies the loneliness. And I think there's a growing consciousness that. It's not really the way that we're meant to live. I mean, we are a tribal, we're tribal people. We're, we're, you can't rely on your partner for everything, right? We, you have to have a wide scope of relationships and options and that, and that's happiness. Are so, we talking about polyamory now? Is that like another thing that's, is that where we're going? I'm just <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's for some not people. Opposed. You know, right? I mean, you laugh, <laughs> but I mean, it's not, it's not personally for me. It's not my thing, but, you know, that's it's kind funny, of the that's what it, of I was just joking of like, yeah. like the, the language of it. Cause that is like, I feel like I see the younger generations doing stuff and that being like the norm. And I'm like, oh my God, that's totally the thing that our kids, my kids are going to do that. I'm going to be like, you young people are so weird with your polyamory and, you know, open relationships. And I feel like whatever the young, like early twenties people are doing, those tend to be the things that like we need to get used to because the, everything's being deconstructed right now. So I'm calling it. That's one of my intuitions. Well, what, I, what I get from what you were saying, though, Ashley, we've had this conversation. You shouldn't try to, A, find your happiness in necessarily people, but one person. Like, you and I have such a separate relationship from your husband, and we feed each other in different ways. And that's yeah. this community. Is that, like, what you're getting more at? Like, can we find these pockets of different relationships with different people, and we thrive when we're connecting as a tribe? I'm very much about, like, you know, we're supposed to be a human tribe, and yet we divide ourselves into different clumps. I get something different out of my relationship with Ashley than I do out of my friend with Jenna. And it's, like, if I try to find mm -hmm. that in one person and get all fucking codependent, misery is gonna eventually come for me because some people are going to just tune in at the polyamory part and think that we're <laughs> in a polyamorous marriage <laughs> i mean i'd be one blessed man we I mean, totally look at talked Saudis. about that though we totally talked about that like about how like when we were in our 20s how like we're like well maybe we'll get married you and i and we'll just be in an open marriage where you could go find gay boys and i could go find other men who might actually be gay <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and that we would just have this like, this like very Sex in the City like life. Um, that's like I reality show that worthy. <laughs> well, I know we're yeah, we're definitely at time, and I'm sure Janine has something magical to go do. But I feel like there's a lot more conversations that I want to have with her at this roundtable personally. So hopefully she'll come back at some point and just be. A unicorn like she is. <laughs> Where can we find your, your podcast? Yes. How can people find this? Would you put it in the comments? I, I there's a lawnmower that just started going, which is just it's oh, so okay. I'm in such intense reverse culture shock after six months of living on the beach <laughs> in Mexico and during a global pandemic. But I'm gonna put it in the in the comments box for you now so that you have it. But it's the Everyday Magic Project and it can be found on Spotify or iTunes. Sorry about the it's it's no. so you know, to have a, a lawnmower. Like I feel like it's the sound of, of America. 
<laughs> Thank you so much for your time, love. Hi, I love you. you. Love you. Oh, that was so fun. I feel like this has been, I've had the most joy, like talking about joy <laughs> so is, today. Are, are you trying to say this is thus far your favorite podcast? I think so. Well, that's mean to say, because I don't want the others to feel, but I feel like each time we're stepping into a different uh, kind of sense of realness and that I, as I step into my edges and like looked at, Hey, am I showing up as restaurant manager, Ashley, trying to make everyone comfortable and like in this very customer service way? Um, or am I like going to my edges of the things that I've held back? And, and I feel like the more that I do that, the more I'm inviting other people into it. And that is way more interesting, at least for me. I, I agree you're way more interesting when you are touching all your naughty edges. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited because privately we have the con conversations where I like I was trying to be very protective of your brand and your clients and you were pretty much like, I didn't fucking ask you to do that. Like, just be you. So I think we're finding our footing. Uh, I do want to say, like, if anyone has topics that they're excited to talk about, like, I love hearing what people want to talk about, though, too. I get, like, I got so excited by everything each one of those women were bringing up. Like, it could have branched off into a whole other podcast with each one of them. I agree. And there's people in the comments. So, Andy, well, I mean, for those of you, I guess I'm going to have to figure out how to do show notes for a podcast. I could probably ask Janine where to put that. But at some point, I'll make sure that we'll be official once we have it um, launched at the end of this month on all the podcast platforms. I'll put their info in the show notes because they're all doing amazing things. Anything else that, that really wants to like come into this experience today <laughs> before we before we end? I mean, there just was like so many personal affirmations from each one of those women's about like, women's. Is that a word? But <laughs> <laughs> them women's that I, I personally needed to hear. And hopefully like there was some affirmations for anyone that may be listening, you know, because for me, God, the universe works through people. So some of the things Andy had to say, like some of the things Lucinda had to say, some of the things that our beautiful world traveler had to say, like it really resonated. Her name's with Janine. Janine. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> but uh, it, it really resonated with my own personal journey, like seeing people for their, their energy, not for, you know, any kind of letters after their name or like their job title or where they live or what they drive and trying to pull mm. other people up. I definitely got that from Andy and that sense of finding everyday magic. I don't need to go on vacation to see how magical the world is. It's magical all around me. So that's what I got. Yeah. One thing that's really sort of cracking open inside of me is like, I do see myself like stepping more into that place of being versus doing. And and Lucinda was really touching on that, that I see that instead of building my day from like a to-do list or things that I have to do, which there's times where I have like scheduled things of seeing clients, but that I just had the realization that like I'm a creative that like I always have defined creatives as like people that made music or art and that was one of the things that the universe would always try to bring to me through readings and I was always like mm, but I don't feel like that 
is me. And that is something new coming in is that I really need spaciousness to, because I am creating things. I'm creating things energetically. I am creating things that share a message that share, you know, a purpose and an intention and that I need spaciousness like a creative wood and also time to be by my fucking self and to shut everything else out so that I don't overdraw sort of my, my pool of where, what I create from that I really need to feed that. Right. So that I can then sort of go out and, and create and be a creative as much as I'm not being like creative in the sense that I've always defined, defined it. So that's something that's like, I feel like linked with my joy and I'm finding easier times getting there when I, when I give myself that space. Are these your closing thoughts? Are these like deep thoughts by Ashley Bradley? So should that be I a have a lot afterwards? of deep thoughts. Like I sometimes I have to feel like I just need to turn my brain off so it could just like not think about random shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I love you. I am excited to really brew on the topic of women and the role that's kind of been dictated to them in this world. I know some people are going to scoff at that, but I don't give no fucks. I know you're getting to the point. Well, you don't give no fucks, basically. I don't. Any fucks that were given are ungiven. Yeah, we took the fucks them back. Have been, the fucks have been refunded. Honestly, like I almost see it as a challenge that I'm just like, I should set a goal of like getting a certain amount of people to unfollow me. Like, whereas most business people <laughs> are like trying to get more followers, I'm just, I want to be like set that as the goal. Like, oh, good, I had five unfollows today. That means I am really pushing the boundaries and the limits of who I am because some people are getting uncomfortable and that my, our role is no more as restaurant managers was to make <laughs> people comfortable. Right. And to just be like, Oh, the garlic mussels, they were too garlicky. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Let me get you less. I just garlic like so you can be more comfortable. And so I now speak for both of us. But I get what you're saying. I think ultimately I, I want to empower people to live their, their fucking truth. And if I'm pe other people are uncomfortable with living their truth or hearing us speak about truth, then they can, you know, take the easier, softer route. We're not going to do the, the soft way here. Gonna yeah. rough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, oh I gosh. love you. <laughs> Today's been very informative. Thank you for anyone that viewed during the live or afterwards. Please join us on our uh, page on Facebook, if you will. Follow us, subscribe. Uh, we do have a Facebook page that we need to get a little bit better at promoting. But if you search, I imagine the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits Roundtable will come up, and there's going to be some opportunities to sort of engage and request guests and ask questions and share wisdom and all of those things but we'll see you guys next week we're gonna be coming at well we might change the time we'll let you know about that we'll let you know about that but bye for now love bye, you all friends. bye <laughs> hey there thanks for listening today we wanted to invite you to join us in an interactive space that we've created on facebook so if you go over to facebook and search spiritual rebels and misfits roundtable 
you can join the group and you can have conversations with us. You can talk about different questions that you have before we announce the topic that we'll be roundtabling about. You can request certain topics. You can exchange with us and the others that have come up to the virtual roundtable. So we hope to see you there.